how the quarantine is going. Uh, kind of like this phone call, you know, just getting through it, but like mad confused. It's really like forcing us to look at our interconnectedness and like this this virus isn't discriminating against a certain people, you know, like it, it affects everyone. I mean, it's really funny because as of right now, I'm in about four groups on WhatsApp that have the word Corona in the title. Uh. <laughs> and I feel like we have we have already seen how much people are actually helping each other in everything. Oh, what was that? Thursday? Thursday? Can you just say something, Thursday? Yeah, I'm trying. Hi, and welcome back to the Zonda Got Nothing podcast today with a very special episode. And a few of my friends, actually, some of them you know, some you don't. Um, Francesco is one. Hello. Sahra is the other. Hi. And Delia is the new one. You probably know her from stories, but never have you heard her voice. So, so here I am. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> actually, after like such a long time. Um, yeah. So maybe for real. So maybe what we do is Francesco, you you kind of start introducing, then then Sahra and then Delia, you can like you know, also introduce yourself, whatever uh, you want to share, basically. Yeah. Okay, so I'm Francesco. Uh, I've been here already before. Uh, my favorite ice cream is still vanilla. Um, yeah, there's not much about me that you already know. <laughs> okay, Sahara? Um, I'm Sahara. I've also been here before. And my favorite ice cream time for this podcast is going to be chocolate chip cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Every time something else, <laughs> and then the the probably the 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 VIP of this session is Delia probably because okay. she's the first timer. Okay. So yeah, thanks for rubbing that in, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's your favorite ice cream, Delia? Wait, she has to first introduce herself. Okay, yeah. So I am Delia. You've probably heard me in other stories if you've been listening to this podcast. As I've heard myself in other stories while listening to this podcast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, every time I listen to this podcast, I think about like, okay, like what could be my favorite ice cream? And uh, <laughs> because I don't have favorites. But okay. What would you recommend a person to eat, maybe then? What? Like whatever like, they like, whatever their favorite is. <laughs> okay, maybe that was the wrong question. Then. Uh, how can we make it easier for Delia to answer this question? Delia, close your eyes. Imagine you in Sicily. What would you order? Uh, I wouldn't order ice cream. Ilka, it's Delia. <laughs> I would order. I would order granita. Oh, perfect. That's close enough. Uh, that's What's granita? It's like a it's like a slushy but better. It's like a, oh, okay. It's basically a sorbet. Okay. But with a twist. <laughs> it's like a sorbet but with fresh fruits. Yeah, yeah. 
So okay, so there's cool. my answer. There's my answer. Not ice cream. Okay, cool. <laughs> so so it's cold though. Is it cold? Yeah. Uh, yes. Can I can okay. I breach my answer? And you eat it with brioche. Oh yes, pop. Oh yes, yes, yes. Can I switch my answer to granita, please? <laughs> you may not. Too late. I switched. Okay, cool. I started um, to revolt against your question, Bambi. Well, honestly, you're not the first one to not know. <laughs> uh, Sahara didn't know either in the beginning, uh, and I think Afshin actually had a hard time also choosing ice cream flavors. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I yeah, picked like thirty. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when I came up with this question, I didn't think it would be so hard to answer. You know, there's other questions people answer like you know really quickly, which is like I feel like more of a hard question. But like, but the ice cream flavor question is like the thing. But it also tells a lot about a person too. So that's why I thought. What does what good. does this say about me that I'm <laughs> that I'm. Well, I mean, Super defiant. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like, you know, like we used to do it with junior youth. Every time we met with like youth and junior youth, we were always like, okay, so your age, your na- your name, uh, and what, what else can we do? Your favorite ice cream flavor. So we keep every meeting we had with new youth or junior youth, we always had like favorite ice cream flavors. And I would always change mine in every meeting, in every every gathering. <laughs> so so uh, I thought, you know, cool to kind of take it over um and also you you just know that it's a good friend when you know the ice cream flavor so yeah yeah Fair enough. but but you know uh since francesco is such a busy man we don't have a lot of time with him I'm so sorry <laughs> it's okay don't worry uh we'll have we'll we'll we'll, we'll have another one of this actually maybe at some point the actress smiley face group because <laughs> one is actually f- missing, uh, and as f- our dear beloved friend Perishta is missing, she's not here. <laughs> so it's just it's just mm, what is it, seventy five percent of the group? No, it's eighty percent of the group because it's uh, yeah. five of us. So yeah, so eighty percent. But yeah, um, I mean, we were thinking of kind of you know going into a little bit what's happening around the world because believe it or not, all of us are in different countries. <laughs> I'm in Germany, Francesca's in Czech Republic, Delia is in Finland, and Sahra is in California, USA. And as you guys know, a lot of things are happening now around the world. And uh, one of them is the very famous COVID-19 oh. coronavirus. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> yeah, I, this is a historical honestly, episode. This is, uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic right now. Oh yeah, that's Global true. That's very pandemic. true. That's very true. So I don't know. Maybe what we can do is we can talk about I don't know how we are dealing with it and what we see happening around us in our communities or in our countries and the world. Maybe I don't know your guys' thoughts. Maybe. Um, I live in paradise. I'm literally confined to a campus um, with like eight other people. And I'm like chilling. Like there's like I have like a big backyard. I have a big house. I mean, I'm, I've been lucky. You know? <laughs> like I can go outside and relax in the sand because it's still property. It's campus. <laughs> so I'm lucky. Uh, you have probably the best position for a zombie outbreak for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, besides yeah. the windows, the huge windows here. Yeah, but you're up on a hill and stuff, and so it's. 
more difficult yeah. to get there. Don't get tired. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, don't we all think that this could have been like, I mean, the, the way media sometimes portrays this feels like it's like Walking Dead almost, but it's not really. Like, no, it's not really, no. Yeah. But yeah. How's, how's Finland, Delia? I mean, Francesca's in Czech Republic. Finland. Yeah. Um, honestly, I mean, it's it, it's not, like, super bad here. I mean, it's the, the cases are in the hundreds, but it's a big country, and the, you know, the population is pretty, like, spread out and stuff. So it's not it's not actually that bad but they obviously still have you know the same like don't go out in public and stuff like that or in pub don't gather in public spaces rather um but so i think that's probably the biggest difference is not going to like public spaces to meet with people and um probably probably the biggest bummer is that uh right now um well actually this past week chicho was supposed to be here oh my god yes my heart is broken <laughs> and, <laughs> and so that's that's honestly been like the biggest thing because i was really looking forward to that for a long time oh. and then it didn't happen and so i think that just made it a little bit harder even though my day-to-day -day doesn't necessarily look that different um because really it really just consists of being at home with the baby and going the baby <laughs> so yeah you have, an, you have an offspring yet. right I have a baby <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah because uh, i think the people that listen to the stories uh they those stories were like way before now yeah so like, yeah, like seven eight stories. years ago yeah 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 so yeah. a lot has changed yeah yeah no i um, so I just heard, uh, I just have to say it because Safra hears us chopped <laughs> and she, that's why we'll just tell her to answer the question now so I can just edit it, I guess. <laughs> okay. Chicho told me it's my turn. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, how the quarantine is going. Uh, kind of like this phone call, you know, just getting through it, but like mad confused. Um, <laughs> no, but, but for real, it's been, it's been a weird line of me over-researching, over-analyzing, trying to gather as much information as possible, and also trying not to fall victim to how scary and at times depressing, um, this whole ordeal is. I... I'm the type of person that wants to know as much as I can to make informed decisions. And it's really uh, quite suffocating living in a country that is supposed to be one of the wealthiest, one of the quote unquote, most developed countries in the world that is severely um, underprepared, underfunded, incapable of taking care of its own citizens. And, um, It's really detrimental, and honestly, I hope, without sounding too political, that this is a wake-up call for so many people in this country who continue a narrative that it is, whatever, make America great again. It's it's a place that has a lot of opportunity, yet fails um, to act when it is most important. So 
I really hope we're able to shift that narrative into something that is more community-based and recognizes the ways in which we can all take action to help one another and bring some sort of oneness um, to this country. Wow. (laughs) Do you guys guys see that the U.S. is now the most affected country? With 85,000? Yes, sir. Crazy. Well, yeah. Record breaking, record record breaking. That's just the beginning. Well, I mean, Safra already brought it up, like you know, uh, you know, being more focused on community and helping each other. So I'm, you know, a lot of podcasts are talking about coronaviruses, and a lot of podcasts and other media is just, you know, talking about it and how things look like, and very, you know, there's doctors and people talking about the infection. I have not really a degree in that to talk about these things, but I have a very good experience with community building activities and everything. So I'm wondering. Like also Sarah already brought it up that it will be like a wake up call for us to see how we actually are dependent on each other in a community. So I wonder like how you guys think about this, like community and how the virus has some, like not the virus, but the virus outbreak and stuff has helped certain people to just, you know, stick together and help each other. Have Um, you like noticed any of these? I mean, it's really funny because as of right now, I'm in about four groups on WhatsApp that have the word Corona in the title. Uh, so like it's really it really is bringing people together in some ways you know it's just it's just not a fun way but it's bringing people together <laughs> uh, but yeah no it it does bring it does bring people together and create community uh, but I'm scared that once we're out of these walls it's gonna just fall apart completely yeah I think we'll see. Like, it is definitely interesting because, I mean, obviously, this is a horrible way to bring people together, but it is. And so it's really, it's really like forcing us to look at our interconnectedness and like this, this virus isn't discriminating against a certain people, you know, Mm -hmm. like it it affects everyone. And um, even though it may still affect people in different ways, it's still you know, to a certain degree, it has an impact on everyone in the world, basically. And that's something that we haven't seen, like, we haven't seen something like this before. So the way that we come out of this will really, will really say what we've learned from this experience. I think (laughs) it's important to take some kind of, hopefully, to take some kind of lesson from this and and how we communicate and how we how we feel connected as a global community, I think. Yeah. Safra? Yeah. Uh yeah, hi. Um <laughs> Um it's funny because when when his uh virus first sort of came on the scene for me, I saw it on Facebook actually um in December. I saw that there were folks in Wuhan like citizen journalists who were posting about this online on how um, intense uh, the virus was taking over people's lives and the way in which uh, the government was reacting to it. And it was horrifying. It was like, oh my God, what's happening? And a part of you could justify that pain by being, well, it's not in, you know, my own country. It's not affecting me. Um, But I feel really blessed that, um, the Baha'i faith, the religion that I practice and follow, 
has really instilled this sense of the oneness of mankind in me. And by January, when this virus was starting to spread a bit more and people were more aware of its impact in China, um, it was wonderful to see so many other folks having conversations on the impact of this on people, even if it didn't affect them or people they knew themselves. And so my original hope and goal was, oh my God, okay, if coronavirus is going to come to the US, then I hope the one thing we get out of it is that we shift. Um, We have this cultural shift in the US and we are less capitalistic and less um, set on people have to go to work, whether or not you're sick, there's no pay time off, there's no sick leave, like work, work, work. And I was really hoping we could shift that paradigm into something that was less intense. And though that has slightly worked, it's also elevated this beautiful sense of community that folks are willing to go out of their way for each other. They, you, you know, we originally were told that this, um, virus was affecting elderly and immunocompromised folks at disproportionate levels. And though that has come out to not necessarily be true in every demographic, it um, it allowed people the opportunity to go out of their way for folks um, that were most vulnerable and susceptible to this. And online, I saw so many people posting about, hey, if you need an extra meal because you just got laid off, or if you need me to buy toilet paper for you because for some reason the U.S. decided toilet paper was our new form of currency, that <laughs> I will go to the grocery store and wait in a three-hour line to buy toilet paper for you because I know you can't because you're stuck at work or you're a single parent or you're elderly and the risk of you being in a confined space with thousands of people trying to get supplies is super dangerous for you. Yeah. So I definitely try and highlight those moments and remind myself of them when everything seems dark and negative because this is a really wonderful opportunity though like Delia said horrific that it had to come to this for this to happen but we have a chance to show and embrace the oneness of mankind what the faith has been teaching so many people for almost 200 years now and when you say the faith what do you mean I mean the Baha'i faith okay just make sure because some people might not know when you say faith sure yeah yeah. it's true Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> no, that was it. Oh, okay, cool. No, um, I think uh, it's it's interesting because I always, as a kid, like Dila said, we never, like, I mean, we lived through swine's flu. We lived through bird's flu. Mm-hmm. But, like, we never really went through this kind of epi- epidemic or pandemic problem, you know? And I think it's, it's really interesting because it really just shows what we are supposed to strive towards to now because um you know i have also seen a lot of people help uh people in the community that cannot go out or uh, are not allowed to go out um and and that just shows like what we are tested now for like uh, it tests our ability to to show empathy but also you know believe in oneness and humanity and working together regardless of what background you are from and i don't you know, I always thought it was it would be aliens that would come that would make us work together. <laughs> so, but it happened to be a virus that uh, that that kind of probably moved us towards that understanding. But I think, uh, of course, um, it's that's not the. It, this is just the beginning. I'm pretty sure once we're we're over this hurdle, 
I think a lot of things will change uh, right, the way but, we laws are made or 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 but like systems are are done. To be to be honest though, uh, maybe maybe I'm very pessimistic, but it's just the way I am sometimes, uh, most of the time. Uh, but I feel that um, like I, I was watching this uh, this YouTuber just talking about coronavirus from Italy. And he was saying things like, oh, it's great that we are working together. It's great that the environment is benefiting from this. Uh, because, of course, I don't know if you guys heard, but like in Venice, for example, the water in the, mm, in the yeah. canals is it's clear. Yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah. it hasn't been clear in years. And now it's clear because, of course, nobody's using anything. Yeah. Um, but the, he was saying things like, it's great that we're doing that. But he was like, I bet that once we get back to normal, it's going to go back to where it was before. If not worse, people are going to be more scared than they were now. They're going to be more cautious about things. They're going to be more distant in some ways. And so mm. maybe it's pessimistic of him and pessimistic of me to kind of not agree, but align my point of view in some ways. Um, but like, I don't think it's going to be all flowers and butterflies, you know? It's going to take a lot more. And I think it's like a warning for humanity that we are not taking well. From what I see online, we're not taking it well. It's not the we're not reacting well to this warning that the that God or whatever is giving us, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting because, like, as Baha'is, I think we have a unique experience with this because we have somewhat of an understanding that there will be like destructive forces in society, and that these things will happen but yeah like i i agree chicha that like how how we come out of this will really define us like we should really think about how we want to come out of this and make sure that that doesn't happen because it would be really easy for things to get worse (laughs) and uh if we don't if we don't take enough time to reflect on this experience and if we just go back to like business as usual, then then we haven't really taken any any real lessons from this. Yeah, yeah I think um, I don't know, Sahar. Do you have anything you would like to share uh, with that? So... I mean, I would really just echo, I think, both of y'all and Cadelia's point. <laughs> it really is just. Um, a matter of what we're doing after this is all inshallah god willing over um but that was i think that was my first like hopeful moment was hoping that when coronavirus hits the u.s and though i never expected it to hit as drastically and intensely as it has um it would allow for a cultural shift um and i in my heart of hearts, hope that would be long lasting, though I know that that is really just reflective of um, the current powers in place and whether or not they also shift. Um, but yeah, I I think it's just easier for me as someone who needs to know all the facts and hear all the arguments. It's easier for me to remind myself that there is joy, that there are roses growing out of the concrete, that this is a time to kind of prove our humanity but also to keep that long lasting i think is going to be the real challenge yeah i i mean when francesco said uh it's not 
necessarily pessimistic to think that things will just you know jump back the way it was before this problem i think it i mean there's the possibility is high that it, it would just it would just um oh ferris is here <laughs> oh. is she yeah Hello. oh she is Hello. yeah can you say something <laughs> <laughs> She's here in spirit. Yeah. Well, I mean, her I mean... line is going. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I need to open another session now. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, it should work. It should work. It should work. Um. Also, I can hear y'all a little bit it, better now. So this is so weird because it like reminds me of you know like the those Hunter machines. Leader. Yeah, it looks like Didi uh, Ferste is not. 8.30? What? 8.30? Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, by the way, uh, for the podcast people that are listening to this, I don't know if I'm, I'm probably going to edit this out anyway, but yeah. just in case if I don't, <laughs> if I don't, we have a group chat here called the Smiley Face Club and Ferste is texting us that I joined at 8.30 for also, me. When we um eventually have a more lighthearted uh talk outside of coronavirus, can we please define what the hell Smiley Face Club is? Yeah, because to I'm this really day, confused. I, don't know why that's I was gonna say that. I'm like, I'm not sure what we call the Smiley Face Club. <laughs> yeah, I don't. We had we had a group chat, and I think we just didn't have a name for it. I I have a feeling that Chicho is behind this name. No, I think it was uh, Ilker actually. Oh really? Oh, it was me. Either me or Ilker. Um, I okay. So oh, <laughs> such a huge shift in the paradigm. Right? We went from oh, oh God. what was that? Thursday. Thursday. Can you say something, Thursday? Yeah, I'm trying. Awesome. It it actually sounded like a heart stop being like Dee. Yes. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> okay, cool. So um well uh welcome first there. Thank uh, so you. So this is now hundred percent of the smiley face club actually. Woo! Like this is a hundred percent. Um <laughs> Okay, so uh, first day we started already. We talked about the coronavirus. We saved the world already, and oh, we jumped into why we call the our our group the Smiley Face Club. But before we get into this, please could you just introduce yourself? Maybe like <laughs> your name, uh, who you are, uh, and how we know each other, and uh, your favorite ice cream flavor. My favorite ice cream flavor. Okay, I'm finished day. <laughs> Um, we know each other from high school, from boarding school, and my favorite ice cream is, um, espresso flakes. Ooh. Frosted flakes. Fancy schmancy. Wow, that was, that was also really confident and really, like, she knew yeah. right away. Because like I don't like ice cream. That's the only one I like. That's hey, it. Hey, hater. <laughs> well, I, I mean, for for not liking ice cream, you're pretty good in answering this question. Other people have a really hard time, even though they like ice cream, they don't know which one to take. So that's because I've, I've anyway, I haven't tasted that many. <laughs> you have what? I haven't tasted that many. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, 
So um, we talked about the coronavirus first day. Oh yeah, by the way, um, now we are people from five different countries. First day lives in Canada. So, um, so we spoke about our situation. So maybe, do you want to share anything coronavirus related from your country? (laughs) (laughs) How is it going there? Is there military on the streets now, or is there like tanks closing roads? No, (laughs) there is in California. Oh, seriously? No way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no it's way. like shelter in place or whatever, right? Shelter in place and the National Guard has been uh, deployed to New York State, Washington State, and California. So, sorry, mm-hmm. guys. Sorry for the ignorance. What does he mean, shelter in place? Uh, shelter in place is basically a quarantine of you stay in your home. Like, shelter, okay. live in the place that okay. you are currently located in. Okay, so that's a nice way of saying quarantine? Basically, yeah. I mean, I think quarantine is, like, a lot more intense and official. Like, you literally can't leave. But the shelter oh, okay. in place, they have, um, at least in like Los Angeles, they have, yeah, they have closed a lot of businesses. They've closed the beach, the parks. Like, they're trying to limit people's ability to leave their home um, without, like, literally forcing them with, like, military to stay in their home. Like, to be honest, I think that's what's happening in the rest of the world. We just call it quarantine because we're stupid. <laughs> maybe people take it more seriously i don't know because folks here don't more more for like if you actually are showing symptoms of something you know like yeah. if, just like if you're sick just like don't no leave. but but for example here right now like we are put under quarantine but um like we are allowed to go sh- like grocery shopping and things like that we don't like to leave for no purpose pretty much like for no real purpose yeah. i think that's and i like, think that's true like anywhere though because here it's not even that bad but you can still go to the grocery store and stuff yeah it's just here's not bad either it's just like you know to public being super super yeah, i think i think um a lot of people are self-isolating themselves and they call mm-hmm. it quarantine you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i have a lot of it's friends on facebook and instagram saying like oh quarantine days and i'm like you're like there's only like a handful of countries that are going to quarantine and it's like italy you know there's spain there's france (laughs) i mean germany is not even quarantined but we are self-isolated you know what i mean Mm. but But y'all brought the numbers down a lot you've done a great job thank you um my country is very (laughs) (laughs) no i i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to be you know it's not even 100 years ago where people said that Germany was great and it didn't turn out very well. So, no, we have a hard time too. Um, oh, wow. We had a hard time too because a lot of people just don't take it seriously sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at the same time, uh, Germany doesn't want to go into quarantine, like where they have to like put police and soldiers out there because uh, Germany, you know, knowing their past and stuff, they don't want to force people to do anything right so they keep asking people just to stay home but germany like germans are really responsive to that usually like they they do take it serious and want to you know support the government so we just stay home basically like we just go to work if we have to and then go back home or we have home offices and stuff like that but it's beautiful that you take it seriously here in canada they had to put this um like they're they're charging people a th- like up to a thousand dollars if they don't comply with social distancing, because no one takes it seriously. It's crazy. Like it wow. was only a couple of days ago that uh the beach downtown was like packed. It was super full. Wow. <laughs> it was stupid. Maybe they understood wrong. 
social distancing doesn't mean to minimize the distance to a person, but actually maximize it, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, but it, it is hard. Like, we also talked with um, Didi, I mentioned in the beginning, like, things just change a lot. Like, for example, the weather now is super nice. It's such a nice spring day. Like, the past few days have been very warm and sunny. Um, we do go out to walk for walks with my mom and my dad. But, like, it's just really just, you know, sticking to our town. Um, and and then just being careful also uh, when you sneeze or cough. But, like, um, it, it is such a huge difference, though. Like, uh, when you go out and you see that there's, like, the cars are always parked now. They, they, they don't move. Uh, people are either home or, like, walking around. And you can see, like, a bunch of people walking or no one walking. So it's, like, such a crazy contrast to, to the whole... Um, like i don't know to, to, to what it was before but um i mean it, it, in the end it comes down to what we do as as citizens or as as people that live here you know like if we don't if you don't help the government with this then it's it's on us that the hospitals will overfill and people cannot really um you know handle it and i think it's just uh it's just really selfish if you just go out and hang out with your friends at this point it's kind of selfish if you do that in my opinion but at the same time who am i to judge so yeah no i mean because you're you you don't think about the chain reaction you're just like oh i'm just going to see my friends but then it's like okay then how many people are you seeing and how many people are they seeing and you can't really control and who are you passing by who are you like yeah. screaming at the door you know? yeah one thing one thing that they actually do take seriously here is the you know keeping distance from from other people so even at the grocery store some of the grocery stores like they have signs that recommend that you mm -hmm. stay like a meter and a half away from the next person in line or something like mm -hmm. that yeah, my sister, my sister told me in Italy, um, even in the car, you can't drive with more than two people. Like you, one has to be behind in the back seat and someone's sitting in the front mm -hmm. seat. Don't. Oh, wow. That's like how much they have to listen to themselves. Even people who live together, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, if, if people say these things, then just stay at home, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you can't drive with two more people in the car. Like, okay, no, man, you know what? I'm just going to stay home. Like, <laughs> there's nowhere to go. <laughs> No, I think it's like grocery shopping and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I was going group. But I want to tell you guys, the biggest problem that's actually occurring to our lives is that nobody has thought about the fact that now that Townsend is not really, like, in action, like, there's no, like, actual graduation. Like, I mean, it hasn't been cancelled yet, but realistically speaking, the graduation is not happening, which is, like, a big tradition cancel out of Townsend history. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't imagine that actually happening, but... The Olympics were also postponed at least by a year or something too. Mm -hmm. right? So, so yeah, this is uh, this is 2020 to you guys. Honestly, if people listen to this in 2025 on Spotify, if that ever exists still then, like they were like, well, I mean, 2020 was crazy. <laughs> Dude, yeah, Kobe died. Australia was on fire. For yeah. the world we almost had World War Three in Iran. Yeah, yeah, it was wow. a lot. Jeez. <laughs> and this is just April, man. Imagine what's yeah. going to happen in June. It's not even April yet. There's still a few months to go. Guys, um, I love you all, but <laughs> I'm 20 minutes late with my next call. <laughs> so make it, make it 30 more minutes late. 
30 more. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I love you all. And it's, I it's okay, bro. It's okay. One of you. <laughs> but it got to. It's fine. It's fine. Fert is here now, too. So we have we, we can fill your spot, too. I love you guys. Oh, no, we can never with. fill your spot. You're awesome, Peta. You're awesome, Sasha. <laughs> I love you, Delia. I love you, Ilker. Have a good we day. Love you, Francesco. Okay, I feel real salty. I got a you're awesome, not an I love you. I know, me too. Whatever. It's fine. Get off the phone. You know what, guys? I love you all, and I think you're all awesome. And and don't forget to talk. Don't forget to tell. Just, 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 just also please mention the listeners that you love them too, please. I love the listeners too. And mommy, for listening. Mommy, for listening. I know this means nothing because you guys in English. But I love you anyway. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah? Mom, I'm on the internet. Look at this. <laughs> I'll send the link to her so she can listen to it. Bye, guys. Cool. Bye. Okay, bro, take care. Stay, you. stay healthy and safe. How do I get out? You might want to just close uh, your... Three, yeah. two... Bye. Bye. That was it. Francesco's gone. <laughs> Let's hope that his that his uh, audio still stays though. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, I mean, yeah, the world is going down a little bit, but I think we'll come out stronger from this. Uh, like we mentioned before, kind of we're talking about um, how this actually might change the way a lot of things will function now. I mean, a lot of businesses now, for example, learn about how to handle their business virtually, you know, like meeting virtually. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Now everyone's like learning about whole that, you know, home vis- home officing and stuff. So even like alone, that aspect will change a lot of businesses functions and stuff. Yeah, um, that that's something that I that I, I find really interesting is, you know, the, how, the all of this attention that we're calling essential what like essential workers or whatever mm-hmm. um how much attention they're getting now when it's like apart from medical professionals like they're considered the bottom of the barrel and now they're mm-hmm. really like holding up society mm-hmm. <laughs> very true i really stores that. Yeah, I really hope that there is there is a cultural shift in, you know, exactly. how we view these people and how we show them respect and yeah. and what whatnot like people in the service industry and everything and like for example, my sister she she works in a daycare and they oh. they're considered like essential, you know, workers or whatever because the the daycares here are staying open for oh, nice. all of the other essential workers that still have to go to work that need yeah, yeah. so i mean of course they're like hey if you you know if you can please keep your kids at home but for all the people that still need childcare that yeah. need to work it's it's essential there's also like a lot of groups on like you know telegram and whatsapp where people like even offer like young people offer to stay with their kids when other people have to go to work so that you know because i don't know if there's necessarily like daycares in germany it's usually like primary schools all of them or like like kids schools kind of but like 
they're all closed now i think so like youth around the community is actually like you know offering their their time and help um just the same as you know when an old person can't leave their house because it's just dangerous for them young people go shopping for them if they're mm-hmm. healthy so there's like groups and tons of like connections online now to do that so that that's also really nice to see where you know you know youth can move the world you can now see that youth actually have the power to do something where they thought they wouldn't be able to do anything in the in the community right yeah so now it's like really you know very prominent uh, very 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 visual and people can like actually do something yeah yeah and we're gonna start seeing i think and i feel like we have we have already seen how much people are actually helping each other in everything in everything mm-hmm. like here um i know that people are also trying to like grocery shop for the elderly there's been like letters being sent to um like long care what's it called long um long time long <laughs> um, <laughs> um like elderly homes in oh, yeah. okay. long term long yes long term long long term care sorry um because they're not allowed visitors at all you know like Sahar said you always want to know everything i think at this point sometimes you know knowing just enough is good and then leave it aside you know what i mean Like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to know everything now because at some point it becomes fear and then you just get paralyzed on doing anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. What I do now, for example, for me, I I just take the numbers um, and just out of interest. And then, for example, I don't go into the economy part at all Mm -hmm. just to distance myself from that because that's another part, you know, which is kind of freaking out right now um like the the stock markets and everything but i keep myself away from that just because i want to think positive too and um i just make sure that i'm just updated on like the situations in the hospitals um and and uh, update on situations around my neighborhood or like in in my proximity like communities so i can see where i can also like help if, if if needed or like my family for example if like my dad and mom but I do think it's important to keep um, you, yourself informed so that you're, you know, prepared for whatever. Yeah, of course, of course, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, um, let's say, be ignorant to what's happening and stuff. But like, I think too, like, if you, if you, if, if you have too much information at this point, because there's so much information, like, and you open your browser, the first thing that comes is uh, whatever is happening it in, in wherever you know mm-hmm. you go on instagram everyone is sharing these until tomorrow things honestly i'm so scared to like any pictures because i keep getting challenges now oh <laughs> i know i like a picture <laughs> i like a picture oh by the way there's this challenge i'm like oh geez i'm like i'm not gonna like any pictures anymore um but like it's just over overly you know too much information sometimes also creates a certain uh, mindset you know so I, i'm very careful on what i consume then let's put it that way be careful mm. on what you consume and how much you know yeah, yeah. i mean it's important to know but if you yeah. if you try to know everything what's happening and stuff then you get false information like oh yeah it took like three weeks uh, to get a vaccine wait what do you mean vaccine and then you have like this whole misinformation and stuff i feel like or at least 
personally, I wouldn't go out of my way to seek out information that would take away from my day or like my routine or whatever my schedule Mm -hmm. just because then yeah you can it's so easy to get consumed and then you are not actually because I I think that's that's one thing is like obviously everyone's schedule well pretty much everyone's schedule is like somehow disrupted right whether it's psychologically or physically or emotionally it's somehow disrupted Mm -hmm. and I think if you allow yourself to get too consumed then it takes away from what you could really take out of this experience and then it doesn't really benefit anyone and especially yourself to be you know to know about every single thing whether it's whether it's true or false because you don't always know if it's going to be if everything that you read is necessarily true but yeah, a lot of stuff is coming out like very quickly too, I think, like updates and and all that stuff. And and for me, I just I get too overwhelmed with things like that, so I just can't I just can't even let myself go there. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. Uh, that's that's very true. I mean, for me even um having friends all over the world is 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 a very hard at this point you know uh like i i on my instagram i see a lot of people from different countries and everyone is posting something 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 like i worry about my friends in different countries as well as i do worry about family that i that are in germany or my sister in turkey and stuff like that yeah. so i already have like an input of information more than i need you know and then on top of that the news and stuff like it's already yeah yeah like my mom for example she's she's not here and she was supposed to be coming here um in may but i don't think that's happening (laughs) and um but also where is she right now she us yeah she's in the in the states right now and but she's she's also immune compromised so Mm -hmm. it's like she's you know, she's older. I mean, she's not that old, yeah. like in her early 60s, but she's, you know, she's still immune compromised and she's not here. So, mm-hmm. um, so there's that. And then, yeah, all the other family that's, that's not here. My siblings are here. Um, but my older brother lives in a different city. And so we can't see him just because, uh, that, particular area because he's in the capital um that's where most of the well a, a, a big chunk of the cases um are occurring so they don't want to have people go in and out of that particular region around mm-hmm. the around the capital city so yeah so there's that too so yeah i think just like the i i do have a pretty decent sized family but not being able to see them is uh mm. is a little bit rough and mm. that no i totally feel that. being canceled and things like that mm-hmm. yeah my yeah. my parents are gonna catch a flight to mexico because my brother my elder brother is there um and he's also in compromise so my parents are trying to catch a flight to mexico but obviously that like their flight got canceled yeah. so they like obviously stayed 
Um, but yeah, just like thinking about it, it like <laughs> it makes me really nervous because I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking in Mexico, it's a joke. It's literally a joke. There is like, I think people are taking it more serious, more seriously than the government itself. Right. So <laughs> it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's also probably harder for warmer countries and like hard warmer countries to be social distancing, right? <laughs> well, I think that they're actually doing a pretty good job, but I think that in countries like that, it's really hard to social distance because a lot of the people live day by day, right? So they can't afford to yeah. be like, well, I'm going to leave my business for like a while and I'll just like leave off my savings or whatever. Like for example, here in Canada, um, if you're not able to work, because of this the government is giving you like the, you're you can apply for like a certain amount of money right so like you're supported whereas in mexico obviously that's not a possibility so people like they for example my dad has um like at his work my my brother was trying to send people home right And the answers that he got were so disheartening. Like there was a person that said, well, I'll either die of the virus or I'll die because I won't be able to feed my family or myself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah so it's, it's, um, anyway, so there's no like support for the people. Um, I think the government took so long to announce like, okay, well now I think we should be social distancing everybody. <laughs> like, I think it just did it not so long ago. Um, so anyway, there's, yeah, the situation is really, it's really bad down there. Yeah. My dad, he took off time from work, but he's also very, very, like he works a lot. So yesterday he was his worst first day off or was it two days ago? I don't know. But then he went, he said, I need to go to work right now. Uh, and then my mom was like, okay, fine. And he went at 8 AM and then my mom calls him around noon or 11 a.m or so and asked him like oh should we wait for you and have lunch together and her dad was like oh no i'm i'm at the um home depot right now and i'm just you know going around for some my mom flipped <laughs> she was like what the heck are you doing in the home depot right now <laughs> you took time off work to stay at home why do you go out and go shopping and stuff like that <laughs> i know my mom did the same thing we like at some point we didn't know where she was and i called her and she was like yeah i just went to see what they had in like whole foods I was like, what do you mean just went to see what they had? Like, she was like, yeah. And then I stopped by like another store and I had some shoes. I was like, mom, just come back. Like, <laughs> no. Also making people like a little bit stir crazy, you know, like you get antsy and you want to get out. Yeah. No, Especially yeah, when really. you know you can't, you, you know, like there's that feeling of like, okay, I really need to like get out. Yeah. Because that's, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when you're forced to do something, all of a sudden you don't want to do it. <laughs> but it's like, no, but it's like on your mind, you know, like it's way more on your mind. Yeah. I, at least that's for me, because like, like I said, my my day to day hasn't really changed that much. Like, well, no, but like honestly, because like any any public kind of spaces or whatever are more of an occasion these days yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, not necessarily because I've made it that way but that's just the nature of it's just 
but this, this is also this is a whole other conversation of how like people <laughs> treat people with babies but anyways um Ooh, okay I, I can sense another another podcast episode uh, it's, only, <laughs> it's only you delia okay, and me. okay. I'm, <laughs> i have the time <laughs> We were talking about the origins of the smiley face group. Did we come? Did we get to the bottom of it? We never, we never got to that. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe on the lighter note, let's talk about that then. <laughs> well, let's move away from this whole like and apocalyptic uh, and uh, end of the world scenario. Yeah. So smiley face club. What an appropriate uh, name. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, we started. When did we start, actually? That's a good question. Maybe it was a very long it. time ago. It started, like, five years ago. Like, four and something years ago. Oh, my God. More than that. No, no. It started 2010 when we met in Townsend. Oh, no. I thought the smiley face <laughs> group itself. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. Because the chat... The chat um, no, the chat started a few months after I moved to Canada. That's how I know. Oh, uh, damn. No, it was five years and a little bit ago. It has to be at least 2014-15. Yeah, it was so, like 2000, a little, 2014 maybe. I think it started off with Facebook Messenger. Then we started playing Cards Against Humanity online. That's so yeah. fun. We should do it again. They Remember the, the website shut down or something? No way. Uh, coronavirus and stuff, you know. Just... <laughs> no, no. Like a, a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. A long time ago. That's why we stopped playing, actually. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that seems a possibility. I mean, it, we stopped playing Cards Against Humanity, but we started chatting more. And yeah. it also died at some point. Like, we just started again after this whole coronavirus started again. Yeah. Uh, we were kind of texting each other more, I think. Right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but... We invited a lot of other people. It, it sounds very ex exclusive, but we did we did invite a lot of other people, but it just they didn't stuck around enough <laughs> to yeah. be part of the group. They were like join one time and then stop, and then join one time. Yeah, they were not committed enough <laughs> to the game. Yes, I don't even remember other people joining. Yeah, there was there was Mark once. Oh, maybe I shouldn't mention. Well, there's tons of Marks out there, so. <laughs> <laughs> so the mark that you know maybe he was part of this group at some point maybe yeah, Mar no yes that's right mark joined once afshin joined once afshin people know because he was one in his episode so. um <laughs> yes and that's it <laughs> yeah i i'm, I'm a little quiet because i'm scrolling our facebook messenger group uh, to see when we started this group Oh my god, I'm, that's so cringe. I don't even want to know how I wrote or what I typed. I'm in March 2015 at this point. It started 14th of March 2015 at 5am in the morning. That sounds like a 5am in the morning decision too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Francesco made this group. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Probably for us, for like Canada. Yeah. Well, Francesco was like, hello people, if you sent me a smiley face, if you're on... If you're on, send a smiley face. And then Francesco named this group Smiley Face Club. He named this group. No way. <laughs> I called it. I said it was Chicha. Oh my god. And this is so funny. To, because of that. And then Dina was like, really Chicho? Smiley Face Club? Right, question mark. 
<laughs> that sounds something like me, I would say. Yeah. And then how sad is that the fact that only you are and I are online because uh, we are already talking to each other, question mark? Okay, now this only be the end for Jessica for a while now. So I'm not going to read all of it, but... Yeah, please don't. <laughs> um, yeah, so we started uh, five years ago. Actually, five years ago in a few days now. Oh, wow. Really? We should have celebrated this. Oh, my God. It's the anniversary. anniversary? Yeah. Oh, my God. So maybe... Five years. You guys want to share like moments we had together in the Smiley Face Club, like funny moments? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Not everybody at once, please. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for taking the time uh, and coming and uh, and uh, supporting this podcast by just you know participating in it. Uh, I really enjoy talking to you guys and hang out with you guys this way um thanks for the time uh any last words from you guys this was fun i think yeah this was uh, i i always like look forward to talking to you guys and so like i i'm really glad that we were able to create this space to uh discuss these things so. oh thank you <laughs> It makes me feel um, that much less alone. <laughs> oh, man, dude, yeah. I'm going to hey, text I'm you every day from you. now on. Hey, no, no, no. I'm No, but for real, though, I just, I'm just extending my appreciation and gratitude towards you all. It goes both ways. It goes both ways. Um, I will uh, just say thank you, Bambi, again for having me on. As you can see, I'm an avid supporter. This is my third time on the podcast. But who keeps count? You know, who keeps count? Yeah. Um, happy to help. Also, really um, nice to chat with all of y'all and for it to be saved online, though I'm sure it's going to be so cringe when we look back at it now or even you know a few years from now and just laugh at ourselves but um, <laughs> we are ready to I'm, <laughs> I'm very um privileged to have friends that I have known for so long and not just for so long but through such um growing periods in all of our lives and how much we've developed and will continue to develop from here on out so it's just nice to have these milestones to look back on um Th thank you for having us. <laughs> like hard to, to beat what Sahara said and what Didier said, right? If it so it doesn't yeah, start repeating. Sahara already one up me, so No, it wasn't at all. <laughs> Feels like Sahara never prepares for the ice cream question properly, but then when the last words are she has like a huge like speech written down and then... <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, she's done this three times now, so she's like a pro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. okay, I love you guys. My laptop is dying. Oh, I love no, you so guys. I love you guys. Is that Sahara or Feta? I think that's Sahara. No, Sahara. I think it's Feta. Oh, no, Feta. Feta? You cut out. You're cutting off. But we'll wait for you. We'll wait for you. So you can say whatever you were saying. You Her laptop died. Oh, no. I love you guys. LOL. That's what she just said. <laughs> 
Okay, wait. We'll give her we we'll give her time time to, to to come back here. I I don't think she's going to. <laughs> I think that I love you guys was the like, okay, bye. <laughs> You're gonna have a real fun time editing this, Bambi. Oh, I, I always have a fun time editing these things, because sometimes I do more, sometimes I just leave it. I think this one you should edit. <laughs> 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 anyway thank you so much again um uh i really appreciate it It was amazing and we'll have this again for sure um for all the listeners thank you also for supporting and listening to this share it you know maybe even like send something to us if you have us on social media just you know text us about hey yo that was so cool or hey yo maybe you know talk about this next time or if you want to be part of this podcast just you know reach out to me um visit stay tuned and volume up for the next episode and uh, thanks again you guys i love you so much 